Right, nine minutes past two o'clock. You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon, and I'm super excited to welcome back on the program Andrew Dambina, our food and drink reporter. Andrew, kong hei fa chai, kong hei fa chai. Yes, Sunny Pilot. Happy New Year to you and your family, and everyone at Radio Three knows. Yes, thank you very much indeed. And um, what other Chinese uh, phrases do you know for the, you know, Gong Hei Fa Chai, Sun Hai Kin Hong, Siu Hao Sang Hai? Those, those, yeah, you're, you're saying the only ones that I would have immediately <laughs> come out with there. Um, what I find works really well in, in English, really slowly, Happy New Year to you! Oh, yes, and people are just <laughs> grinning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. All, you, you, I think you said all of my go-to's. There, I'm afraid. Yes, I, I. You know, I often I try to translate what Long Ma Ting San means. So Long means dragon, Ma yeah. is horse, Ting horse, San yeah. is like you know good health. So you want good health and strength like a horse and a dragon. You know, Chinese right. people well, are pretty descriptive, huh? That is. I mean, it's quite poetic, isn't it? And it, 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 if, if you mispronounce the last uh, part of it, then you could have Sin Fang. It could be. Uh, it could be Dragon Horse Mister. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Long Ma Sin Sang, yes. If you're not careful. <laughs> That's right. So what have you got for us this week in terms of uh, the well, food? Yeah, I mean, you know, our plan was, of course, um, a week or so ago to talk about Chinese New Year food in Hong Kong. Things, as we know, are not as buzzy in yes. restaurants and uh, and even in food shops in terms of what's available and so on here. So... Um, I do have a couple of things. Uh, one thing in Hong Kong that we'll come to in a bit, and uh, some from other parts of Asia to talk about. But before uh, we go to those... from Wuhan? Uh, no, I'm just... Yeah. Um, well, before we, before we do uh, go, go to the more celebratory things, I couldn't really ignore, and many people may have heard this, but uh, before we go to the related food and drinks, um, something about the uh, the hub of the coronavirus uh, and the platter of facts that were originally served up was that uh, um, there was a viral video going around that many people will have seen uh, of a uh, of a, an influencer, very popular in China, who was consuming bat meat, fruit bat meat to be specific. And um, the uh, she came out on, on Tuesday, news broke uh, about those viral videos and pictures that have been going around social media, um, labelled as being from uh, Wuhan. In fact, They're they not. turned out... No, that's right. Yeah. Which so 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 so. I mean, you know, we hear about fake news all the time, and here's a good example of one such instance because she, those were all captioned. Exactly, yeah. and she was actually uh, doing a travel food show, and her Correct. eating the bat meat was actually in Palau. Correct. You've. I mean. I mean. Maybe there are some people that that haven't heard this, but even if even if uh, the listener has, it's just a remarkable thing to ponder on for a moment that. Uh, that Pulau in Micronesia, which is an island next to Guam, it's a delicacy there. And um, in, in Guam itself, um, fruit bats are considered a national um, delicacy of the island. Um, and they're, they're, it's, it's really revered in, in parts of Africa, Asia, and Pacific Rim countries in particular. In particular, Indonesia and the Seychelles also mm. do enjoy bat meat. And while, while we're there for a second... I'll just uh, let you know that the uh, Oxford Companion to Food, which is a go-to for definition sometimes, states that the flavour of fruit bats is similar to... Care to guess it, Noreen? Uh, the fruit bat flavour similar to any weird meat. Normally it's compared to this. I don't know. 
when, when people talk about snake or, or, or even crocodile or different things, or they, they often say that it tastes like chicken. And um, so that's, that's, that's oh, the, really? that's, 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 yeah, so that's the boring companion that the Oxford Companion to Food um, goes for. Uh, and it says that um, uh, actually that bat meat is normally quite nutritious because they are clean animals living exclusively on fruit. Well, that may be the case, but uh, obviously they were what did uh, what has been uh, um, mentioned as as the uh, the starting point of this virus uh, in the what uh, was weirdly called a seafood market in the centre of uh, Wuhan. So, um, mm. yeah, food for um, thought. It, 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 it is. Um, yeah, so for, just really quickly, for those who didn't hear the influencer, because a lot of people may have seen these videos and not heard this news, but she apologised on Weibo, um, saying both, sorry, everyone, I shouldn't eat bats, because there's been such a backlash to this for, with people thinking that it was, um, um, you know, um, someone eating them in Wuhan for some oh, reason. backlash, sorry. Hey, well... Back on fire. Sure. In the year of the rat. Bat on fire. No, sorry. I, yeah. I should just stop yeah. with the bat puns. But yes, yeah. so, so now I feel like maybe it wasn't the bats that caused this. Maybe it was something else. Well, I think, I mean, scientists are still, still saying that that's what it was in that, in that seafood market. But uh, anyway, let's move on to more uplifting things. Um, Chinese New Year may be somewhat dampened in Hong Kong you know, as we are a little more wary of uh, going out uh, and about on public transport and in restaurants. But uh, away from Hong Kong, um, just interesting to note that there are different delicacies that we uh, that we wouldn't necessarily relate, and we all know quite well if we've lived here for a while, in Hong Kong or even in China. But in, um, in Korea, for example, where uh, Lunar New Year is called uh, Soe Lao, traditional Korean New Year food that you'll definitely find on the table includes a rather tasty sounding, if you eat beef, uh, beef brisket soup with sliced rice cake, um, which sometimes has dumplings added to the soup. And I like the sound of these dumplings. I like the sound of these dumplings because they're special dumplings. They're called kimchi mandu, and they can either be added to the soup or they can be had just steamed on their own or fried as like pot sticker dumplings. And um, they are minced pork, chopped tofu, bean sprouts, and kimchi in a dumpling. To me, that sounds like a meal right there. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah. What are they called so, uh, again? They're called kimchi mandu. And kimchi that's just... Mandu. The, that, yeah, so it's, it's that mixture of minced pork and uh, bean curd, bean sprouts, and kimchi. Uh, but they get thrown into that soup sometimes as well. And another celebratory Korean Lunar New Year food called jeon is um, a golden colored savory pancake and it's gold because it comes from mung bean flour and you can you can get a lot of different pancakes in uh, you know in korea and in korean restaurants in hong kong um and uh, this is but, but this is sort of meant to bring luck on the new year because of its gold color um and a third korean dish is the rather uh, vegetable heavy and healthy sounding stir-fried vegetables with uh, glass noodle which is a bean noodle again so it's quite different from what you'd have in Hong Kong, really, um, or, or in different parts of China. Um, and it's also um, in Vietnam, they have their own dishes. There are only a few countries in Asia where Lunar New Year is a big thing. So Korea is one of them. Vietnam is another. And in Vietnam, where it's called Tet, um, they have really large uh, leaf-wrapped sticky rice. 
a bit like the jong that we get at uh, Dragon Boat Festival. Um, oh, or the rice yeah. dumplings, yeah, jong. Uh, yeah, a bit, a, bit, a bit like that, but much bigger. And um, I've sent you a picture, actually, of a man making some there. Uh, I've sent you a picture of a man uh, making really large, almost as big as a box of chocolate, square or rectangular, uh, John. Oh, um, that's uh, what you were trying to send me. I, I tried to, I thought it was yeah. just spam. I blocked you. No. Uh, oh, really? Or did you think it was just someone wrapping Christmas presents or something? <laughs> they, they, they're, they're so big. It looks like uh, wrapped in they look like uh, either. Parcels, like it, it, it does, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe they've got a post office that's operating at the moment. <laughs> exactly. But, um, it's um, but inside the sticky rice, there's uh, there's. Uh, minced minced pork and beans and nuts, quite similar to jong in a way that we would have in uh, at um, during the Dragon Boat Festival. Um, there's another dish which is um, I'm not going to try and say the Vietnamese, but it's it's pork belly with medium boiled eggs stewed in broth that's made overnight to get more flavour with young coconut juice and sweet chili sauce, and it's eaten with pickled bean sprouts and chives. And rice. To me, that that sounds absolutely delicious. It does. The combination just seems to work, right? Yeah, pork belly and medium boiled eggs. Who thought of that idea? Sounds great. And and it's and stewed in a coconut, yum coconut juice and chili sauce. That does sound fantastic. Um, And And that's really popular. Did you say that's popular in Malaysia? No, that's in that's in uh, that's in Vietnam, uh, along with the parcels of sticky rice. Um, and uh, pickles go with the um, with that kind of already quite a lot going on uh, pork belly dish, um, and pickles generally all over the New Year period are enjoyed more so than often in, in Vietnam. Leeks, cabbage, onions. Um, it, it's it's just something that they they, they put loads of on the table. That's but right, talking because, about Malaysia, well, I was going to say sorry. because we often talk about it being a, Ch- a Chinese New Year, but it isn't just Chinese mm. New Year. It really is the Spring Festival in many of mm. these different countries, including, like you said, Malaysia, Korea, yeah. and also mm. in Vietnam. It, it is. I mean, it's it's the Lunar New Year. So even though yes. um, in uh, in Korea and Vietnam in particular. It, it's not because of a Chinese community. It's just following the lunar calendar. Absolutely. Um, it's, um, they, they do go for it. However, in Singapore and Malaysia, um, it really is um, what the Chinese communities who make up sizable uh, communities in Malaysia and Singapore are, are, um, are celebrating as Chinese New Year. And I, I've been in both Malaysia and uh, Singapore at Chinese New Year before. And in the in the parts that are really, you know, the settlements where there are more Chinese families, it, it looks amazing. In fact, it, this, the streets are um, dressed up more so than they are in Hong Kong usually in terms of uh, big festive banners and um, lanterns everywhere uh, in certain parts of Malaysia, at least, anyway. Um, one, one, of the, one of the big dishes, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this, because you can, I've seen it served in a hotel in, in Hong Kong. It's called Lo Hei in Cantonese. Have you ever heard of that? No. Lo Hei. It's, it's, um, so it's slices of raw fish mixed with shredded vegetables, pomelo, lots of sauces and condiments, and it's all tossed together with chopsticks with everyone who's at the table. And you have to, you, you, uh, you each with uh, your chopsticks hold up a, um, a large amount of it after mixing it up, and you, uh, and you hold it up as high as you can, and it's meant to bring you good luck. And there's a, the, it's a ritual. So it's a kind of a, it's, 
it's um, something that everyone does together, puts their serving chopsticks in to give it a big stir and, t- and toss it around and then lifts it up high together. And, they t- and you try collectively to lift up the whole thing, not so it goes all over the table, of course, Noreen, but yeah. so that it goes back on the plate and then you help yourself with something. So it's, everybody it's puts their chopsticks in. Wow, it's probably not... Oh, I know. Uh, yes, I'm just... Serving good. chopsticks. Yes, yeah, serving chopsticks. Okay, that's good. Not your the ones that you've put in your mouth and then no, put no. back in the middle. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> not not in these times, Noreen, no. or or any other. Um, it's it, it's a real fun food experience, and people and there are a lot of different um, special sayings that are said that you wouldn't normally hear in those terms that we started off today's uh, segment. But but specific to this dish, there are lots of kind of lucky New Year phrases that are thrown in while all this is going on. It's a very Singapore Malaysia thing to do. Wow, that's so cool! So, yes, I'm googling the image of people just putting their chopsticks in and mixing it all up, going and... nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. But there are Amazing. nuts in it, actually. There are nuts yeah. in it, yeah. Yeah, nuts. There are crushed nuts uh, and pea peanuts, and uh, oh, it, it's, it's really colourful. And, I've and, never um, tried it before. Have you tried it before? I, I have because um, one, okay, one hotel, uh, the Shangri La in Kowloon. Hmm. Um, they're owned. They're owned by um, uh, Malaysian uh, Chinese, and in their lobby at the start ah. of every. Yeah, the start of every Chinese New Year, or just after it, when people go back to work, they have a really, really long table set up in the lobby. I, I, I mean, I don't know if they're doing it this year, but they normally do that. And um, and it's something to see that there are there are just lots of guests and people working in the hotel who are all, you know, at the after a little countdown, um, just all getting stuck in with chopsticks and all sort of lifting it together and shouting out these praises. It's a party atmosphere. But it's it's done it's done for the uh, for the owners to uh, to bring some spirit to um, you know to their to their staff and to do something that reflects the kind of Malaysian and Singaporean Chinese uh, custom there. So, Brilliant! Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and back 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 to Hong Kong though. Um, just uh, the only thing that I wanted to mention really, um, and it was before this virus business kicked in. Several bars in and around Lang Kwai Fong had all decided to join in in creating auspicious cocktails to welcome in the year of the rat. So I will say that, you know, uh, I, I know that people are being careful now, but, uh, but, but you can be careful and also go to bars that either maybe have a terrace or, or, or an open front. And, um, and maybe I, I hope that people will, um, you know, carefully... Um, you know, with using transport and so on, we'll, we'll be able to now and then patronise uh, restaurants and bars because it's, um, it's, it's been such a difficult time with so many of them closing uh, since last June with the protests anyway. But, um, but if you fancy raising a glass of something that has been specially concocted before all this sort of health thing started, um, uh, that you can go to langkwaifong.com and it's not all the Langkwaifong restaurant group uh, bars and restaurants. That that website is for bars that go that stretch as far as Wyndham Street and Soho. So it's www.langkwaifong.com. And just have a look. There are auspicious um, uh, Chinese New Year cocktails. Some of them with specific zodiac signs in mind. You know, you can drink one that's meant to be for your sign and so on. It was meant to be a fun thing. And um, so if you are, if you do find yourself out and about, or you want to go out for somewhere. You can always look up places that have outdoor areas if you feel safer in those. And uh, it's just nice to see that this uh, is still going on in the spirit of the Chinese New Year. 
in, mm. in, in those bars in Central. Um, and really, finally, Noreen, I, uh, um, it's for people who are less keen on going out uh, to eat and drink. I don't know if you've noticed, um, food stuff of, of, of uh, some kind has found its way onto our banknotes just before Chinese New Year. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay, well, just in time for uh, maybe some crisp $20 notes to put into Lycee packets, um, there are 20 are do- new... Yes, yeah, go on. are you talking about the ones with the teapot on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's those teapot. ones, yes. Yeah, it's te- it's teapots with families gathering around a table and actually having dim sum. Like, there's a yum, yum cha kind of <laughs> themed edition. So that was just a final sort of connection because there really isn't too much to say about, um, you know, about going, going out and about for food and drink related things in Hong Kong at the moment. I mean, as I said, um, the restaurants are struggling still and it's nice if people feel relaxed enough um, without taking risks to be able to go to places, especially if you can um, stand outside them where there's, um, you know, less, less chance of, uh, of having uh, germs spread. Um, those those notes, though, so going from going from talking about food and drink, just for one second, a tangent to aesthetics, visual things, and I do sometimes do arts reports for you. After all, it's not really art, but it's just a visual thing. Those new banknotes. Have you seen some of the other ones, Noreen, as well? No, I, mean, so no, I okay. haven't. I only saw the teapot one. Uh, I came across okay. that one, I think yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fifty dollar notes have got butterflies on them, and then basically. Uh, hundred dollar and five hundred thousand. There have all been some new designs made that just were released just before Chinese New Year. But the funny thing is, they uh, the monetary authority has decided that one side is horizontal, like the normal. The image goes longwise or landscape, like you normally see. And then on the other side, like where there's the Yum Cha family um, with with dim sum and teapots and so on, it's it's in vertical format. So you have to kind of twist your banknote through. You know, you need to turn it over. Give it a twist, ninety degrees rotation, and then and then you, and then you see the image. All of these are done like that. It's quite weird because normally, if you take uh, a note out of a, uh, of a of a wallet, you're looking at the image sideways rather than straight on. So, not sure. A bit of a strange idea. But, it is. Uh, maybe, I think I remember maybe... turning the the, the banknote, um, yeah, from, from landscape to portrait, so I could have a good look at the teapot. I'm like, oh, why is it like that? Yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're all like that. Maybe it's a new thing. Perhaps, perhaps uh, Hong Kong will set a trend. <laughs> yeah. Turn your banknote yeah. sideways trend. Yeah, yeah, I right. think so. Okay, well, that was that was that that was it really in this uh, in this new year of the rats with everything that's going on. Some food and drink related things to think about where where ingredients are different in other parts of Asia, um, which is sometimes a uh, some of those sounded quite tasty. I've got to say, in Korea and Vietnam, especially. I know, and some of, I, I didn't even know about uh, the, the Malaysian dish. I'm going to look out for it, and it seems like a bit of fun. Everybody putting your chopsticks in. Well, maybe you know, serving chopsticks, and these times definitely. But just mixing be it all, these yeah, mixing it all around, and and just I was looking at the ingredients list. It look, really looks refreshing. You know, almost salady, pomelo. It, it is. It, it is salady, and um, yeah, that pomelo, very Southeast Asian, isn't it? And um, the, you, the sauce that's thrown on it during all of this, you know, throwing around the other elements of uh, shredded carrots, uh, uh, cooked uh, shredded cabbage, and um, glass noodles, crushed peanuts, um, sometimes a bit of seaweed is thrown in, uh, but also a vinaigrette is used, usually with some kind of... Uh, 
um, rice wine vinegar or um, and a nutty oil like a, uh, a sesame or walnut oil or something like that. Um, other people just throw plum sauce in, like hoisins. And, I, and I've seen the whole lot thrown in as well. It's, it's, it, it becomes quite a tasty mess. Mmm, tasty. Hashtag tasty mess. Well, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile... You could ask them, yeah, ask if they can do it at the uh, RCHK canteen, Noreen. <laughs> I think they're doing it right now. Why not? <laughs> oh, gosh, I have to say that, that the canteen was empty today when I went in. It was so I've never seen it so quiet. Usually it's really hustle, hustling and bustling, but it's really quiet. Oh, what a shame. I know. Hope. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it won't stay too quiet. Um, because at the moment, the, the, the protocol is we try to invite guests uh, over the phone rather than having them live yeah. in the studio just to take extra cautions so that, you know, no, no one has to travel unnecessarily. Well, meanwhile, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. And uh, until next week, uh, thank you very much sure. indeed for your time. That's okay. Andrew Dambina, food and drink reporter. Uh, Bye,